From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Officials for American Electric Power Ohio gave an update on the blackouts around the state, saying they have cut power to some areas on purpose. ONN's Bennett Haberly asked AEP's Managing Director of Customer Experience and Distribution Technology, John Williams, about these intentional blackouts. How do you guys in good conscience explain how that was handled, given that not everyone has the choice on who is their utility provider? So, so we've communicated the reasons and where we are. Uh, we started communication yesterday and have been going through this. Uh, there's another update coming out as we speak. I think it pretty, it's not already out. So I think to answer your question, I think it's more that this is an emergency situation. This was an emergency situation caused by, as Dave said, transmission outages. In addition to the Columbus area, there are outages remaining all over Ohio. Areas with the most significant outages include the north-central and east-central parts of the state, as well as south-central Ohio. Cities around the state are offering cooling centers where people can go to get away from the heat, especially if power outages have left them without A.C., The National Weather Service says by Friday, slightly cooler weather will arrive. Saturday will be only in the 70s to lower 80s around the state. Federal officials have arrested a man they believe beat a toddler to death this past winter in Akron. ONN's Dave James reports. 38-year-old Latrell Wilson was taken into custody yesterday while he was at his job. He's currently being held in the Summit County Jail on murder charges. Authorities say a one-year-old child died in January at a home with the Summit County Medical Examiner later saying the victim had broken ribs, bad bruises, and head trauma. Wilson is alleged to have been the only one with the baby on that date, and Akron police subsequently named him as a suspect. Dave James, ONN News. A woman from suburban Cincinnati has been missing since Saturday. 23-year-old Alicia Kenny was last seen on Saturday and was planning to go for a walk from her home in Loveland, something her family tells the Cincinnati Inquirer that she did frequently. Since her disappearance, a delivery driver reported finding her backpack while on his route and turned it into police. It contained her cell phone and wallet. The Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation is involved in the search for Kenny. In suburban Columbus, an Upper Arlington teacher is facing rape charges. ONN's Clay Gordon has more. The district sent letters to parents last night explaining the situation. In the letter, the superintendent says Joel Cutler was indicted on charges of rape, sexual battery, and unlawful sexual conduct with a minor for activities that occurred between the years 2000 and 2003 with a student. The district says it was reported to police last summer and he was immediately placed on leave and did not teach this past school year. Now that he is indicted, the district says he is suspended without pay. Cutler worked as a gym teacher at Greensview Elementary School and has also worked in the district as a coach. I'm Clay Gordon. A student basketball player for Bowling Green State University is expected to be okay after he was injured in a shooting over the weekend. ONN's Melissa Andrews in Toledo has the story. A BGSU freshman basketball player was shot over the weekend in a drive-by on I-75. Police say 18-year-old Ubong Etim was on I-75 southbound when someone in a passing vehicle shot him. He was in the car with four other people, including two football players, but no one else was hit. Police say he had non-life-threatening injuries. Give them a call if you know anything about this. I'm Melissa Andrews.
A new law in Ohio allows teachers and other school staff to carry handguns in school after completing 24 hours of training. But Toledo Public Schools will not be allowing it. ONN's Michael Sandlin reports. The law has proven to be incredibly divisive, and some school boards, such as TPS, say it won't happen in their classrooms. Um, Thinking about our teachers, uh, they already do enough, and having that responsibility with limited training is not the way to actually produce a welcoming environment for anyone. That's Sheena Barnes, the vice president of TPS's Board of Education. She says the board reached this conclusion after talking to the Toledo community, members of TPD, and especially their own teachers and students. I'm Michael Sandlin. And the Cleveland Metropolitan School District has made a decision about arming teachers or other staff. ONN's Laura Queso has details. Board members unanimously voted not to allow teachers to carry firearms in schools. Only safety and security officers will be allowed to carry firearms on school grounds. The decision was made after Governor DeWine on Monday signed into law that makes it easier for Ohio teachers to legally carry guns in schools and drastically reduce the amount of training teachers and other staff are required to undergo before they can keep a firearm on school property. I'm Laura Queso. A dad from the Columbus suburb of Upper Arlington has been ordered to pay up in relation to an incident that sent five elementary school students to the hospital, including his own daughter. ONN's Lindsay Mills has more. Scott Maker pleaded guilty and was ordered to pay court fees, $400 in fines and $5,000 restitution to the families. He spoke in court today apologizing to those who got sick, their families and his own family. Back on April 22nd, you'll remember court records show his daughter found what she thought was Easter candy in the kitchen and later shared it with her friends at school. Well, it was actually 50 milligram tablets of THC. A lawyer representing two of the families affected says they will likely pursue further legal action. I'm Lindsay Mills. This heat wave can be just as hard on pets as people. Dr. Alexandra Cheney is a veterinarian, and she says if it's too hot for you, it's too hot for them. The biggest issue we run into is they just can't sweat like us humans can to relieve all that extra heat. So we see dogs, even with temperatures cooler than what it is now, having issues of heat exhaustion and heat stroke. If you're worried that your pet is experiencing heat stroke, experts say you should cool them down with water as quickly as possible and get them to a vet. AAA says gas prices in Ohio today are averaging 504 per gallon. The national average is 501. California is the highest at 643. Georgia is the lowest at 450. For the first time since his introductory press conference in March, New Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson took questions from the media Tuesday to address the mounting sexual misconduct lawsuits against him. ONN's Jim Donovan reports. Deshaun Watson is sticking to his story, even though those numbers of complaints continue to pile up high against him. Watson maintains he did nothing wrong in the company of these women. I've been honest and I've been truthful about my stance, um, and that's you know I never forced anyone, I never assaulted anyone. So um, that's what you know I've been saying it from the beginning, and I'm going to continue to do that and, and until all the facts come out. Getting back to the end. NFL and when a decision will be made, we are hearing that could come just before July 4th on whether he's suspended and if he is, how long that suspension will be. I'm Jim Donovan. A Toledo basketball player saved a referee's life following an on-court collapse at a game in upstate New York. ONN's Chase Bachman has the story. Saturday night, the Toledo Glass City professional basketball team was taking on the Jamestown Jackals when suddenly an official falls to the floor. Toledo player Miles Copeland is a Toledo firefighter and jumped into action. I ran over to him 
and uh, had to check if he was okay. I checked his pulse and his breathing. I didn't feel anything, so I just instantly started CPR. Copeland and another referee started performing compressions. Copeland doesn't believe he's a hero. It was just something he was supposed to do. Chase Bachman reporting in Toledo. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.